0: Back to Koza seeing Solinar stepping out of a pair of pants.
1: Well, oh, this is me. Uh-huh. Uh,
2: I... This is Quid Pro Role, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world.
3: How you doing, huh? They call me Bend the Snake Sebastien. It's a pleasure to meet you. So anyway, the other day I was just minding my own business, getting a little bit of vitamin D in my life, when what do I see? I'll tell you what I saw. I sees a couple of tasty looking goombas coming down the river. Now I knew they wouldn't be taking the chances with World the Cyclone Pullman. Ah. He's a pretty tough customer, everybody knows that. So, I figures they're gonna come round and I can just snap them up, eh? Well, you may have guessed it didn't go so well for me. I'll save you the blow-by-blow blow and just say these boys are just a couple of wise guys like I've never seen. With the magic and the stabbing and the jumping in the open wounds. It was tearing me apart, but what are you gonna do? 's gotta float the snake's gotta eat So they made it to Aberdeen big whoop
2: So after your battle with the snake as your boat and your battered bodies sail down the river and into Aberdeen port How
4: about the, the thing ta- we sailed in on our bodies and our battered boat. What about the thing we arrived on?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The town of Aberdeen boasts fertile farmland and beautiful landscapes. It is surrounded by river and forest. Overseen by the noble Yurish family for generations, the town has had consistent prosperity and a somewhat superstitious population. The shops and houses are humble but strong, built of gray stone and a purple tinted wood. The paths here are unpaved, but well-worn from centuries of townsfolk. The town is known for a tradition of falconry, and it is here that your boat comes to port. Everything here is very calm and peaceful and warm, It's, it's comfortable. Even the beginnings of fall seem to not really have that beginning chill that you would expect of the season. And people bustle around, excited, energetic, and happy, despite the fact that it's nearly evening.
4: I'd like to wind back to that history of falconry for a second. Yep. Is it such a well-known thing that people from far-flowing parts of the world would be like, Aberdeen? they're the falconers. They're a town of falconers.
2: I mean, there is such a thing. There are, like, so many things as a phrase, like, as keen as an Aberdeen falcon. Mm -hmm. There are things that exist like that. So there would be an association in your head, even if there was not exact knowledge of it.
4: Would it be akin to, like, somebody who's never been to New York City knowing that, like, caricaturizing somebody from New York is like, hey, I'm walking here. Like, you would think of somebody from Aberdeen as walking around with a falcon on their arm.
2: Not quite so much, but not so far off that you're completely out of the ballpark. Hey, I'm
4: fucking here. (laughs) There's
2: there's a phrase uh, in a New York minute, which you sort of know what that means, even if you're not from that area. That's sort of what you get with the phrase like keen is an Aberdeen Falcon.
4: Okay.
0: So my question is: Can we add a member to the party who just says really folksy things like that all the time?
4: Yeah, hey hey, captain, your boat's kind of messed up. (laughs) Where are you (laughs) going?
2: What are you talking about? It's as keen as an Aberdeen falcon. (laughs)
4: I'm sailing here.
2: Um, You guys are able to get off the boat as workers, you know, scuttle in and begin to unload the ship's contents you all are left well enough alone as you get off the boat and walk into the town
4: how much of the boat's uh, contents were wasted on the snake fight
2: maybe about two or three crates nothing crazy
4: okay i hope the captain had some insurance to cover those kind of losses
2: well it's not your problem
4: we have did that to... big, did, did that big snake have a name
2: nope that was just it's... a river serpent
4: okay but they don't it's not like they don't call it like snakey or, or some.
2: It's not, it's not the beloved town mascot or anything. Was this, so this snake, which was
4: massive, way bigger. The captain in his 45 year career had never seen a snake this large. And yet it grew to that size with no one ever encountering it. No tall tales made about it. Yeah.
0: There are some who called it
4: Susan. Like, like a sous-chef? The Sue San. That was the dream. Studio.
2: (laughs) Anytime a Phil Collins reference is made around me, and this is this is one thousand percent real. Warren's original Inception was in a modern day superhero campaign, and one of just the quirks you give a character is his burning hatred of Phil Collins. So anytime I'm in a role play setting, especially one where Warren exists, and any kind of Phil Collins reference is made, I want to, as Warren, begin shouting a rant.
4: He's he's like I can hear it calling in the air. <laughs> Does Phil Collins exist in this world? Is that what I'm hearing? Not
2: in, not in this world. He's he's a well-known bard but like only for drumming.
4: <laughs> he's a bucket
2: drummer. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys that like hangs out in front of like theater productions and just has like three upturned buckets yet still somehow makes the best stuff I've ever heard.
0: Um, uh, hey, Captain, so I know the deal was for us to help you unload your boat once we got here, but, um, we did kind of kill a giant river snake, so are we? do we still have to help you unload, or do you have that kind of covered?
2: The captain who is sitting on a post in the dock and kind of hunched over wordlessly just sort of waves you off.
4: Oh, so right. I'm supposed to bring this where? Says Johannes, who's carrying boxes.
2: One of the men unloading the boat comes up It's like, Oh, I got that for you, buddy. Oh, thank
4: you. Very chipper stevedores around here. Yeah, that was
2: very, I was very, yeah, hold up. Is
4: this the Aberdeen accent? I'm still slippery from snake.
2: Yeah, you guys guys might need to post up somewhere.
4: Is
1: that the Aberdeen accent?
2: What? Hey, buddy, I got (laughs) this
4: for you. I got this. (laughs) Welcome to Aberdeen. We got falcons. I'm
2: falconing (laughs) here. You guys don't want me to try a New York accent for everyone in Aberdeen. I'm going to tell you right now, you don't want that. Haven't you ever heard
4: of the, never heard of an Aberdeen Minute? That's right. We support the Aberdeen Yanks around here. We don't like those Aberdeen Mets.
2: Uh, Honestly, if you're going to make any kind of, like, sports joke, I'm shocked you didn't say the Falcons.
4: Atlanta's a long way from Aberdeen.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
4: It's
0: so yeah, far away. You can
2: argue it's in a different world. Yeah.
0: A whole universe away.
2: It's All pretty right. long distance. So are you guys going to go into the town or are you just going to stand in the dock making dumb New Yorker jokes?
4: Is there a hot dog stand nearby?
2: There is a cart <laughs> selling corn and sausages.
4: I would like to go buy a sausage because I am exhausted and hungry from having to fight that snake. I'm going to buy a corn because of same. And while so, we're buying it, so, is there a, a person sitting nearby who is drawing cartoon characters, uh, like recreations of people?
2: There is not in this part of the town. You might want to wait for a festival on that one.
4: Okay. Maybe later we can, maybe later we can take the ferry out to the statue of Aberdeen. <laughs> I'm getting corn on the cob on a stick.
2: So, uh, Johannes, oh. you are given a corn on the cob that is actually on a stick. Um, yes. And it's covered in... Uh, spices and butter Whereas both the sausage that you get Also on a stick Is incredibly spicy Not so much that it's unpleasant But it's both very hot And sort of has an apple flavor to it It appears Ooh. to be a pork sausage
1: So um Koza, he gets something from the secret menu That he knows as a local Which is corn on the cob Covered in a sausage <laughs>
2: I don't, I'm not sure mechanically how that works, but you go on ahead.
4: Yeah, it's a magical <laughs> world with magic things. What's it called, Koza? Oh my!
2: Um, what's that called?
4: It's a dog corn. Wow, a dog corn!
0: It's a thinner sausage than is typically available. Um, and so what they do is they extend it out a little bit further before cutting it off, and then they coil it around the corn.
2: Mm -hmm. I was going to say that the casing is really wide and the corn is just smashed into the casing.
4: <laughs> I was going to say that the <laughs> corn cob is hollowed out and the sausage is shoved into it.
2: Well, it's, no, because oh. then you'd have to eat it through the corn cob and corn the, cobs are not delightful to eat.
4: I the love dog it. corn is the official city meal of Aberdeen, and it is also the bane of all veterinarian podiatrists.
1: Uh. What if, I do want to establish that Koza, even though it's a nice, what, what kind of weather is it actually?
2: It's very pleasant. Um,
1: yeah. So it's a nice pleasant day. There's absolutely no reason for somebody to walk around with their um, cloak hood pulled conspicuously far down his head. This like it's so the look of somebody who is obviously their food is
2: just disappearing into the hood and getting bits of it taken off <laughs> little by little.
1: Yes, but this person who could not be more obviously trying to hide his face.
2: Bull is excited, running, excitedly running circles around Koza's feet as he as he stands there eating his strange food.
0: Meanwhile, Solinar hood up, but also not quite so like deeply entrenched in said hood, uh, turns to Koza and is like, hey, is, is this what it's like here all the time?
4: Sausage and corn, corn and sausage everywhere. Well, it's
5: a really pleasant time of year to be here. It's not too unusual, the kind of weather you'd expect and the kind of atmosphere here.
0: Because this place is mild as hell. The people are mild as hell. The weather is mild as hell. I'm starting to understand a lot about who you are as a person.
4: <laughs> the people may be mild, but this sausage is spicy.
0: Well, maybe I should get me one of those.
1: I don't know if this will make it end, depending on how our... Uh, cooking competition goes, but um, somehow there needs to be bonus points if somebody actually makes a dog corn.
2: <laughs> yeah, if somebody does an actual recipe that we mention in Aberdeen, bonus points for days.
1: And especially if that's a dog corn, because I want to see if that's even possible yeah. and if it's
4: like edible. I didn't have the chance to tell you how much I love that name.
2: All right, you all are standing there, some of you with various food stuffs in the middle of the town. Well, in the, on the pier right outside the pier.
4: Does the river have a name?
2: I think so.
4: Big wet ditch. <laughs> <laughs> Not
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Big sassy wet ditch. <laughs> Lockway River.
4: Okay.
0: All right. Well, you know where we are and what we're doing. Like is there going to be room enough for us to stay at your place or
5: Well, um what if instead we just stayed at an, an inn?
0: Oh, your parents not much for visitors?
5: Um, well, I, I don't see why we need to bother them.
0: Well, I mean, we're going to stop in. Like, we're here. Like, there's no sense in not stopping in. Um. All right.
5: Well, you remember how you didn't want to stop in to see the, the queen when we were in the capital?
0: Because I was certain I was going to be arrested, yes.
5: Well, it's it's sort of a similar feeling.
0: Why would your parents arrest you?
5: Well, they just might not want me to leave again.
4: Maybe they would arrest you. Are they going to hold you hostage? Corn crimes, because look at the crime they've done by putting that sausage around that corn. Well, um, this episode um, is
2: being called corn crimes so and no one will stop this.
4: <laughs> if it's a corn Mr. crime you in honest? a dairy,
5: it's a cream corn crime. Mr. Jonas, instead of criticizing our culture, maybe you should just try one.
4: I No, I don't, it definitely looks great. I just, uh, this corn is so good with the spices on its own. And I just feel like altering something that's so simple and strong is, uh, is a crime. That's how I feel as someone also simple and strong.
0: <laughs> well, if you think that they're going to be able to hold you, uh, I'm here to tell you, you've brought along one of Virion's finest escape artists.
4: He's not wrong. I tied him up the other day in the best knot I've ever tied in my whole life and he stepped out of it like it was a change of pants. Um,
1: Yeah, so we cut back to the scene of um, Solnar stepping out of a pair of pants, which is just Koza slamming a door. (laughs) Like you see Koza starting to open a door and then the door slams and that's the entirety of the cutback.
4: (laughs) In the hallway you briefly hear Koza be like, those things were practically painted on. How did you get those off?
0: <laughs> Solinar wears only the tightest of pants. Oh,
4: same. <laughs> oh,
0: that leather is so broken in. So Tekoza, whose eyes at this point have like mildly glazed over, Solonar's mm-hmm. like, "Hello, hello, hey." Oh, oh, hi, uh, hey. Yes, yeah. Um, so I was thinking,
5: um, uh, in town, there's um. Well, um, I was thinking we could stay at... Th- there's a tavern, in an, an inn, an inn in a tavern in town called Rooster's. Uh, mm. I'm sure it'll be a fine place to stay.
0: And what does that have to do with me stepping out of pants, Koza?
5: Oh, well, I think we started this somewhere with about how um I didn't want to stay at my parents' place. And how you were asking if I was going to... If they were going to tie me up?
0: No, no, um, no. No, what I was saying was that you don't need to be worried about being held captive somewhere because you're traveling with one of Virian's premier escape artists.
4: Well, um... Yeah, me! Did you see me step out of that snake somehow alive?
0: Ah. Boat pulled you out by your ankles. That's hardly escaping.
4: Yeah, but I wore that thing like a jacket. Anyway. Oh, it's been telling me I need to get more snake skin added uh, to my wardrobe. Pretty bad looking man.
2: Koza, uh, I'm going to have you roll wisdom real quick. And also, uh, na- what?
1: That's going to be a uh, 24.
2: As you're having this conversation, you are going to notice that a couple of servants from the Uridge manor are not terribly far from where you are.
1: So yeah, Koza keeps on talking about how how Roosters would be a perfect place to stay. Like as but as he's talking, he's like constantly backing up away from wherever these um, servants are. Got Even it. if the party isn't really following, he's still just backing up.
4: Like how far how far away has Koza backed at this point, and still acting like he's normally talking to us? Uh, cartoonishly.
2: like you're like twelve to sixteen feet. Yeah. Can you
4: just uh, can you just and leave this in Gabe? Can you just keep talking as if you're Koza and just keep backtracking away from your microphone? Yeah.
5: So um I was thinking the roosters would be a fine place to stay. They've got um a beds and they have an inn and the, it's um uh they have um food and um uh the, I think they'll probably have uh, a, uh, and a nice soup and uh well um and, and the beds are not his table. <laughs> oh gosh. The <That laughs> thing is
4: Boat's like, Koza, you gotta Koza! Koza! Get back over here, Koza!
2: So Boat uh, is shouting the name Koza.
4: Yeah, Coza. Gaining turns the yes.
2: attention of the servants and everyone else. Um uh,
4: so
1: Koza rushes back over and says,
2: um,
5: actually, while we're here, what if I went by um uh what if I went by the name um 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 uh, I should just go by uh yo huh yo. Johan. Johan.
4: Johando.
0: Solinar turns to the rest of the group and is like, All right. So, you guys remember how there were like posters and things for the safe return of Koza? And um, we were concerned that we might be painted as kidnappers. What do you think the odds are that someone figures out who Koza is while we're in Aberdeen, and it paints us as kidnappers because we didn't bring him to his parents? So quick question, did the servants react to somebody yelling out Koza?
2: Actually, I'm about to get to that. (laughs) Um, So as Solinar says that, um, an an older gentleman in a very well-pressed coat, uh, a bit in the Telerian style, and a woman dressed as a maid... Both come up to the party. The butler kind of like looks down. Excuse me.
0: Ah, crap.
2: Is this the young master Kozail Yurich?
5: Oh, no, I'm uh, Johan. Johan. This is is
2: Johando. I see. Wonderful. You must be the ones who retrieved our young master.
4: The the ones who what? One master to (laughs) rule them all.
2: The maid kind of, like, looks up. You are the ones who retrieved the young master and are bringing him back for the reward, are you not?
5: Uh, um, what young master? Uh, um, there's um, no young master needs to be returned um, anywhere right here. At oh, all.
2: Koza, roll deception right now. At disadvantage, because these people know you.
0: <laughs> there's, there's a reward for something? What oh. what would that be? Oh, yes. That is the, going to... Oh, sorry, go the ahead.
2: master of Yurich Manor has offered quite a handsome reward. I believe a 100 crowns.
1: And that was a six for deception.
2: Oh, yeah. No.
4: He's wearing a t-shirt that says, I am Koza. <laughs> <laughs> no, it says, I'm with Koza, but it's pointing up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and on the back, it says, Koza. Yes, Kozail Yorich, heir to Aubergine. <laughs>
4: Yeah, and golden letters across like just (laughs) over the top. At the front No, he's got he's got some he's got some velour track pants and in fancy letters across the butt it just says koza. Yeah.
1: It's actually it's actually a polo shirt and like where the polo um badge would be. Like instead it's a giant house of Yurich uh, emblem.
2: (laughs) It's the crest. (laughs) What is the crest of the Yurich family?
4: Oh, uh, it's falcon. Yeah, falcon's definitely <laughs> falcon eating yeah, A, some, eat, a falcon some, eating a mushroom.
1: <laughs> I think there's also some, like... <laughs> a
4: falcon
1: there, eating a cartoonishly like,
2: huge river snake.
1: I don't know what it's called, but, like, when, you know, like, the, the that, like, when the wheat's been bound into, like, a bunch, and it's, a like, bundle, all fluff. Yeah. yeah, a bundle of wheat. Or I think a sheaf. There's,
2: I think it's called a sheaf. sheaf.
1: I, that sounds right. There's definitely a sheaf of wheat in there a shift a week
3: it was starting to really sound like the 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 symbol of Mexico.
4: What is, <laughs> what is for a second there? <laughs> it's a falcon was, yeah.
3: sitting on a rock eating a
4: serpent. Yeah, <laughs> eating was, the serpent because the serpent's in the river. It is that. I was gonna
0: say, like, does the Yurich family have a like weapon of choice that they and train in? And they're selling in? street corn. And so, like, <laughs> the falcon has like wheat in one clawed talon, and then like the chosen weapon in the other clawed talon. Like a bunch of arrows. I think it's probably like a spear. Hell yeah.
2: That's a pretty like dope crest actually.
4: Speared through some corn.
0: (laughs) Corn on the spear.
2: Corn on the spear. Corn on the spear spear was the traditional way to eat it, but they ran out of spears. So now it's just, they like give it to you on a stick.
1: Yo, what if there's actually like a competition where it's just like a ton of um, corn cobs all like threaded onto a single spear.
2: And And you have to eat your way through them.
4: Yeah, you have
1: to.
2: something that happens.
4: You have that. to spear a man, eat him.
2: Alan would crush it at this competition.
4: <laughs> I feel like there's
1: something like that. That's like a festival competition.
0: I'm just picturing yeah. like the corn vendors have to deal with tourists coming from out of town and being like, "Oh, I thought the corn was supposed to be on a spear," and they have to explain that like spears in ancient times were just sharpened wooden sticks, and so in a way, they are on a spear.
2: So I like I'm not going to spoil a whole bunch, but there is actually a festival coming up and I'm 1000% putting that competition in the festival.
0: Hell yes.
2: (laughs) All right. So you are here to return the young master. He the master of your rich house has offered a reward of 100 crowns.
0: Oh,
2: Uh, you
5: Um.
0: nobody needs that. Well, now, hold on. Now, doesn't need might be a strong turn of phrase. Um, what, what, what is, what is the plan for the young master?
2: Well, the Lady Rosemary has been brought to the house.
4: Uh, I have a question here. So, did he do something wrong? Are you trying to get him for punishment for a crime committed?
2: He looks at you kind of horrified and is like, no, why on earth? Why on earth would we want that? We... Are simply We simply need him to prepare for the wedding.
4: What if he doesn't want to?
2: Well, unfortunately, there is an agreement with the Viscount of Hardriff.
4: Did, did, uh, did my friend here sign that agreement? He did. How old was he?
2: He is maybe one summer ahead of one summer past what he is now.
4: Was he an adult?
2: He looks at him. It was one summer ago, sir.
4: What is the age of majority here?
2: What is Koza's age?
4: Uh Coza, where
1: did I write this down? He's 19.
2: 12.
1: So he's 18. Yeah. What
4: is the age of majority here? 18?
2: Probably younger than that because it's essentially a medieval setting and living to 18's relatively impressive. Yeah,
4: I was, they was gonna got say clocks in steam and tell air. That don't mean nothing.
0: Age of, majority, age of majority, age of majority, and ye olden days was like fourteen.
4: Yeah. Anyways, boat looks at Koza. He's like, "Well, buddy, I tried to help you here, but uh, it looks like you've sealed your fate here, lock, stock, and barrel. Why'd you sign this? Why'd you sign this contract if you clearly don't want to go through with this?"
5: I'm sure you've had um, expectations in your life that you maybe. Didn't want to do, but not doing it wasn't an option at the time.
4: Uh, all right, Boat looks back at the um, the servants. He's like, I have a follow-up question for you, if you'll indulge me. Of course. What so. is the, what's the penalty for breach of contract in this situation?
2: Well, there is quite a difference between a breach of contract between a baker and a candle maker than there is between two Viscounts.
4: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested in you trying to impress me with the enormity of the situation. Bottom line, what is, what is the consequence for breaking this contract?
2: There is the potential for much of our harvest and resources to be paid in penance to Hardriff.
4: All right, so what's, tell me about this Hardriff guy.
2: Hardriff is a town, sir.
4: All right, tell me about it.
2: Hardriff is a town to the north. Are, are, you, unfamiliar? are you new to Alaria, my friend? I mean,
4: I've been all around the world, but I don't know in-depth knowledge of various regions. It's always helpful for a local to spell it out for me. It also helps me avoid the touristy spots and get to see the real soul of an area. <laughs> so just indulge are, me I, as a local.
2: I can explain much more if we can go back to the manor. You all look like it has been quite the journey. We can prepare you food and lodging.
4: I'll tell you, I'll tell you what.
2: And medical attention.
4: Boat extends his hand to uh, to this person. He's like, here, let's make ourselves an agreement right now. We'll bring him to the manor in the morning. How about that? We're going to go to the inn, get something to eat. We've been traveling for a long time. We're close pals. We just want to get the feel for all this, but we'll bring him over there in the morning.
2: Dude looks at the other servant and then looks back at all of you. Are you not here to return the young master for the reward money?
0: Uh no, we're for sure here to return the young master for the reward bunny. This uh very large man does not speak for us. Um yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna come along post haste because we understand that it's very important that Koza be here right now. And then Solinar turns to Koza and is like, right, it's very important that you're here right now. And then Solinar like uh, like, tries to, like, angle his hood so that the two servants can't see his face and then winks at Koza. Uh, and then he turns back to the servants and he's like, we'd be happy to, you know, come back to the manor now and we can have a nice long discussion about everything that's been going on.
2: Of course, we can prepare you fine meals and beds and medical attention, as I promised.
0: is going to point a single finger at Boat and be like, now you be, you be nice to these fine people and kind of like waggling his finger, but inside his head, he's sending message and he goes, now look, buddy, we're not getting out of this. We're not going to be able to walk away. These people want Koza and they want him in the manor. And if we don't bring him to the manor now, they're going to call for the town guard and we're going to be out a hundred crowns for no reason. We can escape from the manor when everybody's feeling cool with things, and then he's going to just like
4: nod slowly at boat. Boat narrows his eyes and points his <laughs> eyebrows in an angry sort of sort of way at Solinar. And by pointing his eyebrows, he's able to cast message. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that is that not how that works? You point your eyebrows.
1: So you are able to respond with message if you receive a
4: message. Oh, are um, you? I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah, I'm a-
4: Get on. ready for a brain dump. <laughs> All
2: right, uh, that's gonna need to be censored. Oh, on your Thank mouth. You. <laughs> get ready for.
0: Oh um, yeah, Target hears the message and can reply in a whisper
4: that only you can hear. That's awesome. Yeah. So Bud starts whispering. He's like, "You don't know what these people are gonna do to him." Let's let's not forget how righteously upset you got about Benna being held prisoner underneath Palabar. How is this any different? We're taking him to a fate he clearly doesn't want, and you are facilitating it. You know what that makes you? Complicit. Solonar in, in his captivity. His the at the abrogation of his civil liberties. <laughs>
0: Solinar stops waggling his finger and he steps forward to boat and he just like puts the finger right on boats chest. Like not like in a poking kind of way, but in a like, just like rests the finger on his chest. And again with message goes, no, not, not like gentle caress. Alex, ret- rests finger upright on chest No, no. And, uh, Again, sure again with message. That
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> again with message is like, look, we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way. No one expects you to bust out of the manor in the middle of the night, everybody expects you to try to make a run for it from town during the day. There are ways around this situation, but the way around this situation is to not draw attention to ourselves now. And I'm not talking about my rapier. Uh,
4: so while there is no, like, to whisper back, because it casts message again. I, I do.
1: I do. Uh, this doesn't actually happen. But what I wish happened was that it's happening there just, in real
4: time. And you guys are just kind of pointing yeah. at each other and moving and not <laughs> saying anything. Feel, it's, like, I, it's like a wrestling promo yeah and you like all the servants are sitting there watching johannes has gone through like six things of corn
0: so out loud solinar says don't you make that face you knew this was a possibility when we got here
4: his eyes continue to narrow and his eyebrows continue to angry
2: do you not have a response i thought you were gonna do a response
4: Alon clearly wants to move on from that. Oh no, I don't. I just I, <laughs> he did point out that it was going on in real time, so we're just sort of staring each other down and breathing heavily. Right. I just while Solonar touches me.
1: Yeah. No, it's very funny. I, I think like it's definitely worth setting the scene that like everybody's just kind of like standing there while this like pointing back and forth thing is going on. Yeah, I love it. It's perfect.
4: <laughs> we're that, that Spider-Man meme. Yes. <laughs> oh <my> God, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I was pointing out. That's what I wanted. I needed to make sure that that was known because it's funny. Um, yeah, both, both on board now.
2: The the butler and the maid are going to kind of start herding you guys toward Yurich Manor. And it is an impressive structure. As old as the town itself, the manor has stood for generations of Koza's family. While it does have a rumor that it is haunted... It is a gorgeous ivy-covered monolith of stone that seems to have really intricately carved columns holding up the front area. And there are just beautiful, lush, almost overgrown gardens surrounding the, the grounds
1: from the outside can we also just go ahead and establish that there is a very high tower a room at the top of a very yep, high tower there's
2: a rapunzel tower off this manor
1: because that wasn't Cosette's room before but it's about to become Cosette's room, it's Koza's
2: room
0: now. <laughs> it previously in the iron mask previously it was for receiving messages from like carrier pigeons and like having falcons in the aviary and things like that and they cleared it all out so that it could become koza's room
2: you you sleep in the bird room boy (laughs) all right so you reach so you reach the manor and are ushered in the maid begins sort of like bustling around you guys and fussing over you so it looks like you're going to need fine clothes for dinner correct
5: oh we don't need to stay that long
2: oh no 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 you must be presented to Lady Rosemary. She's here.
5: Um. Well, what if what if we didn't?
2: As Koza says, that you hear in the the sounds of an announcement trumpet. Another man ste- a man steps uh, forward at the oh, top no, 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 of the no, no, stairs no. and says, no, 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 no. "Presenting the Lady uh, Rosemary Polita uh, Lemon, no. third daughter of the Viscount of Hardriff.
5: No, uh, no. Nope. Hold uh, on, I'm gonna let
2: Game have his moment at the name that I made for this character.
5: Yeah, P-
1: Polenta. <laughs>
2: Rosemary <laughs> Polita Limone.
4: I mean, Rosemary Polenta chicken. I mean, I'm. will take a. Is Polita Alita's long lost sister? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, wait, what was the whole thing one more time, Rosemary? Lady Rosemary Polita Limone, third daughter of the Viscount of Hardriff.
4: Lemony Snicket vibes. <laughs> so
0: so Solinar's going to like kind of nudge Koza in a like in a eyebrow waggling fashion. And then he's going to like at at a at almost inaudible mutter in Coza's ear be like, don't you worry, we're going to get you out of this. I'm, no one's leaving you behind. We're just playing along for the moment.
1: I really wish, like, if this was a TV show, there'd be a smash cut to us being stuck in that tower. <laughs> and Solnare saying,
0: As, we're never going to get out of this. <laughs> As a group, like all, all five of us are locked in the tower together.
2: So at the announcement, you see a beautiful woman in a bright yellow dress begin to descend the front stairs. Her hair is so curly it's almost wild, but it's cut fairly short, which is not necessarily the Ilarian style. Uh, She comes down the stairs and sort of curtsies to all of you and sort of like looks over, looks, looks all of you over once or twice and kind of stops and goes, so it would appear you've been through quite the adventure.
4: Yeah, I have. Man, it's been crazy. We've done a lot. I've learned a lot along the way. Made lots of friends, lots of memories, lots of enemies. Well, not a lot, maybe just a few. Oh, really? um, she,
2: looks, she looks at each of you with increasing concern and goes, and which one of you may I call Koza?
5: Um, well, I would just like to clarify. You seem to have stated that the adventure was in the past. I, I think that we can all just go ahead and establish that the adventure is currently ongoing. Um, so, um, uh, um, I'm very yeah, fortunate uh,
2: that that is how you look at our marriage. Uh,
5: um, uh I mean, I, I think. Well, we have the the adventure. Um, needs to be finished first. Uh, as I was saying, it's it's not over yet. Um, I just wanted to um, to clarify that.
2: Uh-huh. Well, um, I will see all of you at dinner. I am excited to hear of your adventures that are uncompleted as of yet.
5: Uh-huh, yeah. Um, see you then.
2: I look forward to
4: Man, I'm very excited to tell these stories. Yeah, Koza hasn't <laughs> consummated the adventure yet. <laughs> oh, gross.
2: Okay. okay so all yeah. of you have um been shown to individual rooms uh what do you guys want to do
0: well first question individual rooms but are we like off the same hallway uh, yes how how close is Kosa? in koza? the prison
4: cells
0: how close is Kosa being kept to the group at large
2: koza is being kept in <laughs> Kosa's being going is going to be kept to the room at the end of the hallway where you guys may be one or two rooms away. The hallway itself seems to have about 12 rooms.
4: Okay. Are there any any guards that we know of?
2: I mean, there are security. There's security within the palace. Well, Pat manor, it's not a palace, Um, but it's, it doesn't seem to be focused on like, imprisoning all of you you do there, seem to have full reign about the grounds though you do get the feeling that it will be frowned upon if you try to leave
4: there is a guard captain though well we'll have to see who outranks who
0: we're gonna have to kill that guy and take his badge of office
4: i was talking I about boat. him on fire <laughs> um boat is gonna make his way to koz's room i don't know what everybody else is doing already set- there is this at the top of a tower?
2: No, you're not going to be oh, at the okay. top of a tower.
4: Darn it.
0: I think Solinar going to get cleaned up and presentable because that's it. that's how he feels like this is going to get best sold.
2: A set of fine Alarian clothes have been set out for each of you.
4: Please define fine Alarian clothes for me. Can I have something that looks like a black tux?
2: Fine Alarian clothes are going to be things like doublets and tights and what you would sort of expect to be finery in that setting.
4: Can I have all black with maybe like a red tie?
2: Sure, I was going to say that you were all given the colors of the Yurich family, which is purple and gold, but you can do whatever it is you want.
4: Can I have a black top hat?
2: There wouldn't be a top hat in Ilaria. that is traditionally Talarian fashion, but sure, why not?
4: What are the okay. colors of Johannes's family? Because I think they're also purple and gold.
2: Is, are they? I thought Johannes had blue in his colors.
4: I think we're purple and gold now.
2: <laughs> now it's purple and gold. You don't, you don't actually know this, but the Folger family and the Juric family are in a bitter rivalry. Oh, no. Over who gets the purple and gold colors.
4: Oh, man. So Boat has on his uh, fancy black tuxedo doublet with red tie. He's got his red cloak of office of the guard captaincy of Palabar. And he's got his uh, black top hat, so he's putting on the Ritz. Okay, I, I heard
0: no top hat, and now he, he has a top like the hat.
2: Phantom of the Opera.
4: She said, "Sure, whatever." So I took that to mean, "Yeah, you can have a top hat." Oh, Half it's mask. traditionally
2: it's traditionally Tolarian fashion, comparatively, but you know it does exist, so why not? Yeah, it just looks really weird. And no, he, really does, he, and no, he doesn't look like out, the out, Phantom though. of the
4: Opera. He looks like Tuxedo Mask. Thank you very much.
2: Oh, God, no he doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. But all right, uh, Solinar.
4: uh, So
0: Solinar bathes and then spends altogether too long trying to assemble these articles of clothing on himself um, because I don't, think, I don't think he's ever dressed this fancy before. And it's not like Ocean Var fancy where it's like these are decent clothes for you know like tribal people traveling amongst the desert these are
2: like Those fancy people bar also clothes has like silks and stuff like that like they do have very nice stuff they just don't yeah. have the kind of clasps and ties that you'd be used to he's in he's saying he's
4: saying they're functional
0: Right. Their clothing, their clothing is more form and function and then nice on top of that, where Alarian clothing, I imagine, is a little bit closer to like form is above all else and then function and then convenience way down at the bottom.
2: Actually, form over anything else is way more Talarian. But yeah, you're not you're not so far off that I'm going to fight you on it.
0: So I think what happens, because I rolled intelligence to see how well Solenar could put on these kinds of clothes, and I got a net six, uh, but I do have proficiency in intelligence saving throws. so it's a total 10, which means the Solenar like puts on the pants fine not an issue and then he starts to put on like the wrong shirt first and then he starts putting on other pieces of clothing and then he's like this is awful and i hate it it's the worst and then he has to like disassemble the entire top and then reassemble with a different piece as the lowest most and then he's like he gets three quarters of the way through that and he's like it might Am I doing this? Oh, this is backwards. And so like after I think 15 or 20 minutes of struggling, he comes out and he looks moderately presentable.
2: Oh,
4: you don't know how to tie a bow tie here. Let me help you with that, buddy.
0: Oh, uh, tie a what? I thought this was like a necklace.
4: I know. I know. You've got it hanging like a snake around your neck. I used to do that because I didn't know how to tie him. It took me forever.
0: What are these wide parts for?
4: Oh, I asked the exact same question and they laughed at me. But look, here, you do this, some of these, give it a few of these and then one of these just to seal it up. There you go.
0: Johannes, I think that's the nimblest I've ever seen your fingers. How I that's those were like lockpicks hands for just a moment there. Like what even happened just now? Also, this looks really nice.
4: Yeah, it, it all comes together pretty well. It's always been, a, you know, just they're weird with the formality. As I've always said, you know, leaving it untied looks good, too, in a certain way. But people get weird about that stuff.
0: No, I get it. I get it. I appreciate you clearing this up for me.
4: Oh, always here for you, buddy.
2: Koza?
1: So I think, yeah, we see everybody getting dressed in their fine clothes and then stepping out into the hallway. And then we um, cut to um, Koza's bath. Where it's just Koza is just sitting in the bath, like with his head halfway in the water, and just like <laughs> bubbles. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever had like one of those days where you just sit in a bath and you're just like. A right.
2: it's a mood. It's a very yeah. studio Ghibli move mood, but it's a mood.
1: Yes. So yeah.
2: <laughs> After a while, they're gonna car- stop. Like they're gonna come looking for you, Koza.
1: Yeah, Koza waits for that though.
2: Uh, so the butler of the house is going to come in and knock twice and then be like, young master, are you ready?
1: Toza kind of like shakes out of his sort of um, daze and uh, um, w- uh, uh, just a minute and rushes to put on his fine clothes. Of
2: course. Um,
1: and kind of comes out with them sort of not, not quite in place. I guess is how I would describe it.
4: Oh my gosh, you don't know how to tie one of these? Come over here, Koza. Like,
1: shirts aren't quite tucked in right, and yeah, the doublets aren't tied correctly, all that kind of stuff.
2: The butler is going to, like, take Koza and start sort of adjusting his clothes and fixing him up so he looks more presentable. He looks at him very, very fondly. He's going to clasp him on the shoulder, and then he's going to say, it is good to have you home, young master.
5: Uh, it's, uh, uh, I guess it's good to be home, um, for just a little bit. I see. Just a, a, a quick stop.
2: So you intend to go to Hardriff, then?
5: Uh, I, I guess, um, I mean, maybe I'll stop there for a bit.
2: My understanding was that you and the Lady Rosemary were going to stay here. It
5: well, she could stay here. I, I've, um, I... I don't think I'm going to stay, though.
2: You would leave your wife alone. Uh... I know that you're not excited for this marriage, but you will see that this was a good thing to happen, both for you and for all of Aberdeen.
5: Oh, um, I'm sure it'll be good for Aberdeen, but, um, you know, I'm I'm still... I don't think it needs to happen right now.
2: I understand having cold feet, young master, but you will become fond of her in time, I think. There is much of her in you, much of you and her. There's there's a lot of similar traits.
5: Well, uh, <laughs>
2: everyone's eyebrows went up.
0: I just I just thought they weren't married yet. So that's, you know.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, Gabe.
2: <laughs> so all of you are going to be assembled and prepped and go down to dinner A boat with everything but a cane. Wait, you didn't get that cane?
4: He has but a single red rose between the fingers of his right hand.
2: (laughs) You guys are going to be introduced into dinner, where a sumptuous feast has been set for you. There are plates of beautiful harvest stews, crunchy hot bread, spreads of vegetable entrees. You notice, however, that there is not any meat on this table.
4: Boat leaves.
2: What? Boat leaves.
1: leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is that unusual for...
2: No, Aberdeen, Aberdeen tends to be a very farm farming heavy town, and because they usually use their falcons and such for friends they they don't tend to cook poultry the same way that Mm. other towns would because birds are sort of venerated chickens are for eggs not really for like chicken
0: okay i was about to be like are you finding a lot of places that are like ah freshly caught falcon (laughs) <laughs> no, I, was, I don't. I was,
2: I was talking about how birds are sort of venerated in this town. Not that, not that somebody's shooting bald eagles out of the sky and being like dinner.
4: I wouldn't put it past that ship captain. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen when he shoots. So, like, they don't even fish. They're a river city. They don't.
2: I'm. I'm not saying that there is never any like fish or anything in Aberdeen people's food. I'm saying that all vegetables is not abnormal.
0: We also literally had a sausage vendor on the way in. So like, we know meat is is a thing here.
2: It's just not very heavily meat. I love it. Yeah, I figured a lawn would be all about this. All about it. I mean, I literally named this town after eggplants. So...
0: Which is why the name of the inn is Roosters. Eggplant emoji.
2: <laughs> Y'all are dumb. Will you sit and eat this made up food I prepared for you? <laughs>
0: so so Solinar pulls up a chair. Like he kind of like keeps like checking the staff to make sure that he's not like going to the wrong spot. And then just like seats himself. And then slowly begins serving himself
2: one of the maids gasps as you start doing that and like bustles over and begins serving you the food instead
0: Uh, oh thanks
2: I'm so sorry that we we, that you felt you had to serve yourself.
0: No, I'm, I'm just used to things being a little more casual, that's all.
2: The servants bustle around and begin se- serving you huge portions of well-spiced and steaming food. Everything smells really robust and delicious. Uh, the trumpets sound again, and Lord and Lady Jurij and Lady Rosemary are all introduced and sit down. Lord Eurich is an imposing man. He's essentially, like, his build is kind of as if you took a bunch of blocks and just stuck them in a vaguely human-shaped position. He's very sturdy, he's very solid, and he's huge. Um, his wife, however, is a little bit more elegant, a little bit sharper looking. She's... She doesn't really give the impression of being a friendly woman, but she gives the impression of being polite and clever. Lord Yorich looks over. Thank you for returning my boy.
0: Oh, uh it it was it was our pleasure really. It's um we we were just traveling and we met Koza and uh he was also traveling trying to get back <laughs> after I don't I don't know exactly what happened, but it, we were all the way over in Marine it was a bit of a trip.
2: Um, so Rosemary looks over. Actually, yes, I was going to ask. Lord Kozile, what what took you away from Aberdeen?
5: Well, um, I I was trying to. I w- I had um, I, well I was just gonna leave for a bit to to create a reference of um of uh of fungi, funguses and mushrooms, and um so I just started nearby, and um I guess I just kept on um going a little further and further. Um, there's just so many interesting things to document, and um, you know no no need to stop.
2: Uh, Lady Ile'll sort of sniffs. <laughs> Well, you have always been interested in fungal growth. I am appalled, truly, that it, 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 I- I don't even know what to say, but I'm glad that you're home. I'm hoping that this trip got this fungal obsession out of your system.
4: That actually takes a lot of medical professionals to evaluate.
2: (laughs) Rosemary looks at Koza again and goes, so you just kept walking.
5: Well, um, um, I I guess that's a way to to put it. I, I feel that it was more, there was just, um, as I said, so much to document, and um, you know what? Why stop at um, just such a short, short manuscript when I have so many pages I could fill?
2: Uh, so Lord Euridge <laughs> grabs a goblet and, you know, puts it in the air and toasts to all of you. Um, I can't thank you enough for returning my boy. Now that this is all behind him, we can start planning the wedding and the festival. I invite all of you as my guests of honor.
1: Ooh, festive. So I do want to establish real quick that on the way to the manor um, Koza had uh, snuck um, uh, Bull into his pack Um, and I think there's a quick cut to his room where we see Bull kind of finally burst out of the pack Just
2: victorious Um,
1: Yeah, so I just wanted to leave that there.
2: Bull begins roaming curiously around Koza's room
4: Yeah Oh, this needs to be its own side episode (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right, so, so, so
0: oh. Solinar will raise his goblet for the toast, and then drink, and then setting his goblet back down, be like, "Well, there there is actually, uh, has not given you quite the full details just yet. Um, there is there is a little bit of a complicating factor."
2: Lord Yurge puts his goblet down. Slowly, dangerously, what do you mean?
0: Well, um, it's a little bit of a long story, but to give you the short and pertinent details, um, he has been chosen for a holy mission that is of the utmost importance to the Ilarian Queen and um, not only does he have her backing but he also has the backing of some Fey creatures as well from the Ilarian wood
2: the fae <gasps> we do not trust the word of the fae here in Alberdeen.
0: well it's not quite the word of the fae so to speak uh, Koza, perhaps you could better explain the, um, the mushroom situation.
5: Well, um, it, it is true that, um, that the mushrooms do have, um, many connections to the, the worlds of the Fae. Um, I, I wouldn't say the Queen of Spores. Well, perhaps, perhaps she's a Fae creature, but also perhaps she's fully of this world. It's actually a subject that
2: both of the Urij parents look at each other in despair
5: um it's it's a um it's actually an area I was hoping to uh to research more on um because I, I think there's a lot to learn both about our world and its connections to the fae worlds um and um perhaps perhaps we could better understand how to communicate with uh, uh creatures from such a, a a world that's so unpredictable and unknown to ourselves um through through this path
2: boy go to your room
1: <gasps> cuz uh uh gathers like grabs takes his plate hops out of his chair and i mean not really hops like stands up out of his chair and leaves the room
2: Lady Yoderich looks at the party how long has he been spouting these delusions
4: what are you talking about delusions well, about the whole time we've been traveling
0: um I uh, uh, not to be the bearer of bad news but um they're for sure not delusions
4: yeah, if they were delusions, how could we see them?
2: Lord Euridge slams his hands on the table. Whoa. I want all of you to go to your quarters. The money will be paid, but I don't want to see all of you right now. Stay the night. Have your fill. You will leave in the morning.
4: Johanna stands up, grabs a plate of corn, and walks up the stairs
0: Solinar just grabs like the his plate which is still largely full of food because he's been kind of picking at it instead of actually eating and grabs the goblet of wine and then like takes two steps away from the table doubles back grabs the bottle of wine <laughs> and then proceeds out of the room
4: Bo just stands up he, um, stares at Koza's father, like, just dead in the eyes for a solid five or six seconds. And then walks off.
2: All right. We're going to cut to Koza, who has been in okay. his room for a little bit of time now. There is a knock on his door.
1: Um, so, Koza, I think, um... At first, he didn't notice when he came in the room that Bull was out. So, but um, now he's like, here's a knock. And then he notices that Bull has, Bull Bull, Bull, has made a nest.
2: Bull has made a nest for itself in a pile of laundry and looks that it is king of the laundry. <laughs> it seems to be having a great old time.
1: I think, and then, so I think at first, Bull, at first was reaching to go pick up Bull. Or Kozo, Col- <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: This Bull is what happens reaching to when pick you guys name all of your attendant NPCs names that <laughs> rhyme.
1: Okay, let me retake that. So at first, Koza goes, uh, goes to pick up Bull and put him back in the bag, but then realizes that Bull looks really comfortable where Bull is. So instead, he just like, he takes a cloak and kind of like gently lowers it over the pile. <laughs>
2: Bull looks like it's wiggling around, like, no, I am king of the laundry pile! How dare!
1: Um, Koza says, shh, and then goes and opens the door.
2: Rosemary is standing there, and she quickly pushes past Koza and slams the door shut behind her. Okay. All right. So, you want to get out of here, right?
5: Um... Uh, um, I, uh, um, I, I really don't mean any offense, but, um, uh, it would, um, as I was saying, my journey's not
2: done. Stop, 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 stop. We're not talking uh, about uh, the marriage that's clearly not happening. You don't want to marry me. I don't want to marry you. I want to get out of here. You want to get out of here. We can make this work.
5: Um, uh, um, look, I, I. I, um, so I feel like there's been a lot of people telling me that they can make this work, and um, uh, I feel like that's kind of missing the
1: point.
2: What? What's missing the point? You want to get out of Aberdeen. I want to get out of Aberdeen. I can help you. Doesn't look like your friends are helping much.
5: Um, I so, um, it it i'm i'm somewhat under the impression though that um the only way out of this was that um well i don't know um
2: uh... no 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 hold on hold on so she rummages around in her dress and pulls out a grappling hook i know how we can get out of here
4: where was she keeping it I just can't
1: I don't know. I'm I'm speechless watching the uh expression. the cat situation.
4: Yeah. I was really I was really struggling to talk through it.
2: It hurts so bad.
4: Gabe is really gonna notice as I like start to move through the words while not thinking about anything except
2: what's when going on. When Scala wants attention, Scala gets attention.